Welcome back to Weird Careers. I'm Eric. And I'm Danny. All over the world, people have jobs. And some of those jobs we don't even know exist. There are professions that we don't know much about. And there are jobs that aren't, let's say, dinner table friendly. Well, we're here to explore all of that on this year's podcast. We will be interviewing workers from all over the world about their strange and interesting jobs. That's right. Everything from specialized retail to sex work. Plus, everything in between and outside of set box. Oh, and if you're not already, please make sure that you are accompanied by an adult for this podcast. It can get spicy. Throughout the course of this series, we will take a deep dive into each and every career we stumble upon. Do you think that you have an interesting job? Maybe you do. Maybe your neighbor does. Maybe your best friend or your weed dealer. Okay, maybe not that last one. But if you do, stay tuned to the end of the show on how to get a hold of us. On today's show, we have a gentleman who is part of the hospital janitorial staff and for confidentiality and privacy reasons, he will be known as the alias Cuff for the remainder of the show. Cuff, welcome to the show. Thank you very much for uh, having me on their show, Eric and Danny. Um, It's our pleasure to have you uh, on the show today. Uh, First of all, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um outside of your job tell us a little bit about yourself um so my nickname derives from uh saying off the cuff comments that more often than not get me cuffed (laughs) upside the head (laughs) with how spontaneous the comments can be it's like damn that wouldn't smoke field. That fucking cough. <laughs> well, let's uh let's 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 start the journey then, shall we? In a reader's digest sure. version, kind of sum it all up without giving any spoilers. What do you do for a living? Uh I'm a janitorial uh housekeeper. So like what does that mean? Like what does uh what are your duties? Like what do you do uh, what is uh what does it mean to be uh janitorial staff for the hospital? Uh, so I've held down two different or a couple of different roles within uh, the janitorial staff at the hospital. Um, so one hospital I worked at, I cleaned the operating rooms. So if you're going for a procedure where you have to be uh, out like light, uh, I want to be sedated by the Ramones. <laughs> um, yeah, all those uh, instruments that the doctors use. Yeah, I got to clean that room. Um, that did not bode well for me. So I quickly uh, absent stage left with a cane wrapped around my neck. Um <laughs> Then I found uh, the opportunity to clean the patient rooms where you would stay before and after the operation. Uh, I did that for six months, and due to red tape, uh, I wouldn't let go um, in a way for the hospital to 
keep their pennies to themselves and not pay into uh, benefits for me since I hadn't reached the plateau of uh, six months probe. Um, found the different role where I am at now for cleaning uh, MDRD, which is an acronym for uh, Medical Device Reprocessing Department. I know that's a fucking mouthful. Um, yes. <laughs> so I, I was in that role for five years or more, nice. uh, part-time, oh, nice. and then got full-time uh, as a daywalker. Working regular hours and not fucked up like 11 p.m. and 7 a.m. Nice. Um, oh, it's more regular so, now. Yeah, awesome. a little more regular. And I actually get to spend time with a wifey or soon to be wife. Oh, that's and good. work out uh, details for our wedding. So, yeah, that's fantastic. a lot of planning. So, you definitely need yes, the time. Been there done that <laughs> it, so it's a lot of planning i get it <laughs> so how does one even go about getting into um your your job how does one get how does one start working there is it like a regular do you pick up something on indeed are you part of a union is it who you know how do you get into it so for me initially it was uh an indeed post followed by uh with who you know and what you know um and then grade 12 diploma really that's all that you need uh and then you can progress from there with um with certificates uh from colleges if you uh want to progress further uh, for me, I have two certificates that uh, that uh, are under my belt. That actually leads us right into the next question of nice, yeah. if there is any prior schooling or training, like you said, some do, some don't. Yeah. So what ones have you gone through or what can you go through to get the job easier kind of sort of thing so, uh for the or uh it's uh or the certificate that i have uh in the um rba or room-based attendant uh, certificate and uh for that you need an at percent average um, okay. so there's a lot of shit going on in the OR that you need to be aware of and mm -hmm. who's barking the ordinance like what to touch what not to touch how mm -hmm. to touch um, anything wrapped in blue don't fucking touch it um <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah that not not good um then i also have um 
the uh, TDRG, which is the Transportation of Dangerous Goods. That's, uh, like the more, sharps? Um, not, yes, and also uh, waste itself. Mm, um, yes. So for any and all the products that go out the door for um, processing elsewhere, um, they require uh, your signature so that if uh, the truck driver gets pulled over by uh, by the Green Hornets or Ministry of Transport, they know who the truck driver is and who released all of the uh, on the train or uh, the dangerous goods. Uh, so tell me, um, what kind of tasks do you do on a daily basis? Like, what is your like walking in? Uh, on on your day, you clock in. What does your day look like? Oh hell! Um, <laughs> <laughs> in in a nutshell, I slept stinky shit all day long. Trash yeah. removal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> you're gagging. <laughs> um so yeah i can't um, do it's 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 deal with shit that's the one thing that i shit and vomit those are the two things that i have it's a consistency theme those are the two things i just i i i can't do it so kudos I to you <laughs> I, I, my, I can't my, my hat's off to you sir uh you know it's on the byproduct of the hospital um so it you can't really escape the stench. It is what it is. Yes. Yeah, uh, if if you have the stomach for it, cool. Uh, if not, that sounds okay as well. Um, in the operating like... room, you get a lot more. I um, oh, I'm sure. Yeah. So the OR, some cases, so it's not for the faint of. Uh, than stomach especially like after a pregnancy uh so or do that's... you not do those ones no um from experience so... those ones can be messy yeah they can um i've not had the uh i've not had the uh opportunity to be in on uh on pregnancy um some that I haven't seen are uh, done laparoscopic and or um, um, in the um, lower region, shall I say, where uh, one has a kidney stone and it's uh, for uh, removal of the kidney stone. Uh, so I have. I've had to sit in on a few of them. Um, they're they're not pleasant. I've had one myself. Uh, kidney and stone, not nice. Um, I'm lucky and have not, but I've heard my dad had had one and it hurt like a son of a bitch. Apparently, yeah. it is the um, equivalent to that the closest that a man can get to childbirth pain. Pretty much, yeah. 
So, don't turn that dial. We'll be right back. Are the big corporations taking your sales with fancy images that just aren't in your small business budget? Not to worry. At Cardinal Images, they take everything to heart. 
Cardinal Images is a small business supporting small businesses, so they get it. Check out cardinalimages.ca for their gallery and contact info. Also, if you are a listener of this podcast, you will receive not only your demo images, but your first shoot absolutely free. Just email eric at cardinalimages.ca with the subject line podcast promo to receive your free shoot today. Cardinal Images, affordable pricing, professional images, and personable photography. And welcome back to Weird Careers. We are still joined by Cuff, who is a part of the janitorial staff at a local hospital. Welcome back. Thank you. Without going into too much detail, because like confidentiality wise, um, how much would you say that you hear goes on, if you could guess, in a percentage? Um, like five to ten percent. So I am constantly on the move. Um, in a given day, I do about uh, 14,000 plus steps. Wow. So wow. I'm moving. That's impressive, yeah. I'm moving that mm-hmm. good pace, uh, or sixteen thousand, depending on the stripe, uh, oh, taking the stripe. Um, oh, wow. So yes, I am essentially the eyes and ears of the hospital, but um, the percentage on what I hear that goes on. It's very minimal. They they know a fair bit, uh, and with their schooling, they know a fair bit. Uh, with my background experience, um, there will be times that that I have to coach them from my perspective. Um, and a lot of it too. And so I deal with a lot of ignorance, uh, oh, yeah. where um, where doctors and nurses will be walking right in front of me with their head buried in their fucking phone, and I'm like, I'm right here. Yeah. Why load coming through like single file? not three deep. I know you have a job. I have a job too. Let's, uh... You need like a horn. <laughs> Get out of the way! Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, a clown. A clown horn. Shit, yeah. Uh, uh, I, ooh, I'd uh, be game for that. <laughs> no, uh, uh, ooh, train. Uh, train through. horn. <laughs> no, that, that's a fog horn. But you need you need a loud one. You need a really loud one, like a good like oh, truck uh, horn, like. Uh, <laughs> I uh, I have uh, the odd time carrying with me uh, a tine and a block of wood on the cart. Um, so if I uh, get to that point where. It's like my voice simply won't cut the trick. Mm-hmm. I have other tricks that I can use, or okay. even my hand slapping, saying <laughs> like, 
I've got audio that I can use, even good. with my yeah. That's good. Hey, pay attention. Well, yeah, people need to pay attention to you. Like, mm-hmm. they need to. <laughs> you know, you're what, if it's not for you, you're going to have dirty, dirty hospital rooms. And, you know, they're not going to have work to get to because you're not there to clean the room. Um, so right now, I I do not clean hospital rooms. Um, I am support by removing waste uh in public carriers. Ah, gotcha. Yes, I'm sorry. Right, 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 right. Uh, it's all good. All good. It's still it's still a, an interesting job, which is why you're here. Mm-hmm. So there's different <laughs> fields of tasks you do. So it's not just yeah. what one does. It's multiple Well and like sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, no, but like yeah. I was also thinking like you know, you have experience in those other um, those other positions as well. Yes. Uh, you Even know, though it's been a couple of moons, ten yeah, years. Yeah, we we'd love to hear about your uh, like your past experience as well, not just what you're doing now, but like when you were doing those other nitty gritty jobs that you know people don't necessarily like to do. Um, like the other, like like I said, you know, cleaning a room. Or yeah, um, it, it's like got to get done. It, exactly, it's it's important. It's got to get done. And get it done. You know, But yeah, like going, like doing something like that. Like, let's 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 talk about that for a second. You come in, you know, an OR room is done. Yep. You know, they've they've cleaned up. Everything's all cleaned up. Um, what kind of standard are you held to now? It's what? How clean does that room have to be? How long does that take? Damn, that that's a fully loaded question that I've not done in over ten years. <laughs> um, so I'll I'll touch base a little bit uh, from personal medical yeah. uh, without diving too deep. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went in for a minor operation but still i had to be put down and out um the the person brings me into uh into the or suite and uh protocol for everyone there including myself and it's a patient and it's to wear a hairnet I pass through into the sterile field and I'm not wearing anything to cover my hair. Um, and I'm like, shouldn't I have the hairnet on me? No, no, mm-hmm. you're fine. Huh? Like the, the head scratch, like, No, don't okay. scratch your head. You might lose a hair. <laughs> no, uh, if, if I were to do that, I lose brain cells. <laughs> um, so, yeah, and as long as uh, people uh, that are doing the operation have uh, a cloth hat, they're fine. Uh, if they have uh, a blue bonnet, that's fine as well. Uh, mm-hmm. If they have facial hair, um, they have a face net as well. 
Um, so times from me cleaning the operating rooms to now, uh, I've lost touch on uh, on protocols on how the oh, rooms are. Um, so it's a very strenuous and like you gotta work like hell if you have um, to double up and clean the room you double up you turn that room over oh uh wait times in ontario hospitals are absolutely staggering which i'm sure we've all heard on uh Mm -hmm. on media oh yeah um yeah, there's a whole backlog. Yeah, um, so uh, people can only work so hard and so fast exactly. for so long uh, I, before they're mentally and physically drained. Exactly. So then, what what would make it so that a room is classified as sanitized then like and so on the surfaces uh would be sanitized um after uh or with white so they use uh which is called observer um which uh Trying to think of a parallel. Um, it's just like heavy duty, like yeah, bleach, but not. Uh, yeah, it's a very concentrated. Yeah, it's a very concentrated uh, bleach. Do you use isopropyl uh, alcohol? I'm sorry. It's, it's okay. Uh, do you use isopropyl alcohol? Uh, certain applications. Yes, okay. those would be more so on the instrumentation yes. itself. The okay, the yeah. isopropyl would be used. Mm. Uh, yeah, you can get fucking high on that shit. <laughs> uh, it's eighty percent uh, or seventy to eighty percent rubbing alcohol. Yeah. Oh that's dang. Good, yeah. That's a good time. You definitely have to have <laughs> like some time. sort of face mask while you're doing that, then, right? Absolutely. Um. Uh, not alcohol, necessarily. No. no. Because, yeah, I know because no. you're not really inhaling vapors. True. True. Uh, because with alcohol, it evaporates right away. There's nothing really to inhale. Yeah. Uh, with whereas, alcohol, for example, if you're doing a high concentration of hydrogen peroxide, however, that's where you need to start wearing. Uh, more heavy duty PPE. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the rubbing alcohol, um, uh, the time frame on that is about two to three minutes. Um, and then it's, it's classified as clean, but not the microorganisms, um, for which the tools will go into like a big ass autoclave. Um a lot more than a pizza oven when it comes to um to heat. Since mm-hmm. you're dealing with steam. Mm-hmm. Um it's 
500 degrees something oh wow yeah so it it'll kill any kind of microorganisms uh using that autoclave that's cool i wouldn't have think i would not have thought that that's how you uh you cleaned and sanitized your room that's uh yeah no uh, i used to sorry that that's for the instrumentation uh still that's pretty cool that's still pretty cool like that you Mm -hmm. that's the process uh i used to work for um a cannabis grow company and i was on the sanitation crew and it it it, it's very different with how um they clean things as opposed to how the hospital cleans things there's just very it's interesting the protocol is very different so it's, it's really neat to see what a hospital level of sanitation is and let's say uh a cannabis grow um grow operation or grow room um what their sanitation practices are it's very interesting yeah if uh if you don't take those measures and it's uh cross contamination uh which you don't want from mm-hmm. one patient to another um yeah no you're you're yeah. dealing with a lot of shit like oh, yeah. vre uh mad cow um and that kind of leads per- perfectly into my next question Doug. would that be does that still cause you a lot of stress with the unknown of what you're walking into um knowing, that because of what you do now is that kind of subsided it's kind of subsided with what i do uh okay. since everything is so isolated in the bag mm. um especially with uh covid yeah uh, mm-hmm. prime example i'm i'm sorry i have to bring up the c word covid happened it, uh, did it happen. happened it was real let's talk about it like yep. what go. changed between mm-hmm. normal and covid times for even you now because yeah that was probably a big change even there are some things that are uh, abide by and others that have fallen at the wayside. Um, with medical underlying factors, um, some people are simply not able, for one reason and or another, to wear a mask. Um if you have a respiratory, right, um, the mask kind of hinders their um, ability to properly breathe, mm-hmm. um, and then there are so exemptions that um, where where does that line get drawn as to what is the correct protocol in a situation? True. That's true. Exactly. Um, so is there, uh, speaking about protocols, Going like on your day to day basis, if a code is being called, regardless of what the code is, uh, do you have to then follow a certain protocol with what you're then doing to accommodate for that code? 
Um, so the prime, um, the prime codes, um, are, they're sectioned off. Um, so some codes we are dispatched to and others, uh, for myself, we are not. Um, okay. so is it like severity wise then that you have to pay attention to? Yes. Sorry, I cut you off. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, I knew that there wasn't a question going to pop up anyway. Um, so with uh, with the well known one of uh, Code Blue. Mm -hmm. uh, for those that do not know, uh, Code Blue is a cardiac arrest. Yes. Um, so if uh, if Code Blue is called, I simply get the fuck out of the people's way that are yep. running. Absolutely. Yep. They, they're not sprinting. They are running. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. I'm seeing people take, uh, or depending on the elevator situation, uh, I'm seeing people take four flights and stairs yep. mm -hmm. for a code. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, yeah. And so, so all hands on deck. Yep. Um, yes, there will be that overlap, but to accommodate for that overlap, with mm -hmm. people being on break, okay, uh, I don't, it's my break, uh, I've got coverage, well, what if there is no coverage? Mm. You don't go on break. Right, uh, so that's why there are multiple warrants mm. to provide for that additional coverage um, mm. for yeah, so for Code Blue, if I'm in the elevator, let's say pushing my cart, and I hear Code Blue, automatically the elevator that I use will go to a certain floor. Mm -hmm. They'll get the crash cart, and they take priority. Mm -hmm. Oh, so you'll have to, if it's yep. called while you're going up in the elevator, you basically, you get off and let them use it. And then once yep. that's done, you resume what you're doing. Like, yeah. Okay. So some of them will interfere the... with what you're doing, but some of them, you'll hear it and just be like, okay, but I'm going to keep in mind to watch for this kind yes. of thing. Yes. Okay. Uh, code red, uh, fire. Uh, since I am the eyes and ears, and I am all over mm -hmm. the hospital, if I can direct the fire crew to where they need to go, mm -hmm. I'm like Rudolph the fucking Red Nose Ranger, even yeah. though, um, <laughs> so if I see Code Red, uh, mm -hmm. I'm follow my procedure, call it in, and then pinpoint, like, mm -hmm. Google Map, mm -hmm. say, it's right here. Yeah. But yeah. still having to keep my own safety in mind. 
Oh, yeah. And then let the professionals take it from there. If I cannot do it myself. Exactly. Well, that's good that there are those protocols, though, because safety is definitely key, especially in those emergency situations, which actually it kind of goes into the next question of if a, a situation were to arise that would need to call for like security like a like a fight breaking out if you have to call yep. for security and stuff um do you have the means to do that oh yeah uh if if i see someone that's uh combative uh to someone else yeah it's totally within my right um for the safety of everyone else involved, or rather in the local vicinity, mm-hmm. to calm that in so that security can uh, to come in and take control mm-hmm. of the situation. Um that's good because you want to make sure that you are still away from what's happening, but you want to make it so that it gets fixed right away. It's mm-hmm. uh, also a uh, wild card yeah. uh, term you since you never know uh, how the pair is going to to fall um they they can move it uh even before security has an opportunity to intervene um if they go to the left or go to the back or go to the right or go to the front like john john sly mr c yeah what the hell do you do um so and uh it uh, it can go anywhere at any time, and your best bets to keep an eye, uh, well, keeping a distance if you can exactly. to say, yeah, can I get pizza to the location? You want pepperoni? <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> um. Yeah. So, uh. Let's go to some more of like the cleaning aspect of things. The the PPE, would that change depending on what you're doing? Like uh like the sharps container. Let's go through that process. Yeah. Um so the um the PPE varies. Um, with sharp containers, um, they, I'm sorry, forgive me a minute. No, that's okay. Um, we can start over. You're good. No, I, I had to get uh, one of the cats out of oh, okay. the, the cage for the bunny rabbit. Um, so with with sharp containers, there are three 
uh, locking mechanisms uh, to one inside that once the uh, once the slide goes past a certain point, mm -hmm. it's locked. Uh, and then the the one on the front, uh, the lock on that is uh, primarily for a transportation service. Uh, so when um, when you open that, the the drop slot will expose itself, and that's what you uh, both of you know and see. Uh, for the bones of the sharks. Um, I always wear um, gloves, safety gloves, uh, and I do not want to uh, poke myself. Not, uh, <laughs> not, not good. The second part of that is I'll know down when it's been changed. Uh, no. Uh, it's up to the cleaner themselves to say, hey, uh, I need a new sharp it's up to, or sharps container uh, okay. for them to replenish or rather, sorry, remove the container and then have a new one uh, brought up. So and, it, is, uh, and then it is logged, but it's not logged, kind of? Uh, informally, it's, uh, it's logged. Formally, no. Uh, nothing on paper. Interesting. Uh, so if, if you see it full, you do it. Yeah, you don't need to escalate it to management. Uh, okay. And uh, so, so up to the onus of uh, of the cleaner um, to do their part um, and take care of it. So that's and so basically not, when you started, they said, here's some training for safety. If yep. you don't follow it, then you might not have a job anymore. No, uh, uh, we have ongoing training. Uh, oh, yeah. every year, all year. That um, makes sense because it's forever changing. Well, when it comes to let's say women's, mm. that that's been uh, a very very long time ago. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, with with that, I have to. Oh um, yeah, I, I I get it. It's mandatory. Wemis is mandatory, but yep. fuck Wemis. Oh my god! <laughs> like I shit you not. I used to work midnights uh, at a a retail box store, um, uh, and I was doing my training, <laughs> and I was in the Wemis portion, and um, I'm in the computer room, and I I shit you not, I fell asleep. <laughs> fell asleep, and I was I had literally I had dozed off long enough. That it had logged me out. Yep. 
Oopsie. Uh, I know, I know, uh, so mundane, but you know, you have you gotta to do, do it. it. It's important. Wimis um, is very important. Not not knocking Wimis. Wimis don't sue me. Please don't sue me, Wimis. Um, you're you just you 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 need a a, a better videographer. That's all. You need a break better up, studio. That's it. The, That's it. Women. Break up the monotony of the mundane, <laughs> monotone. Bring, bring in some better voice actors. I mean, <laughs> hi, I'm here. I can make women entertaining. Hello. <laughs> but anyways, um, now we're getting to the, our our final. We have like three signature questions we've got. We got at the end of the show um, that we're gonna that we're gonna ask you. Um, first of all. Is there something that you do in your day to day work that you prefer not to do? In other words, what's the worst part of your job? Oh, hell. The worst part of my job is, um, well, a couple of times I've had to deal with uh, the removal of a bat. Oh, bats are cute. No, they're, they're vicious. Well, Fuckers. They can't. They can be. Um, How does that even? They they have no cartilage for a skeleton, so they can squeeze down mm. into very very uh, small openings. Got it. Um, squeeze down into something like that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I really don't want to come home with a rabies or shot. Circle, right, no. circle, dot, dot. Now I got my rabies shot. I think it's a little more <laughs> complex than that. I think, what no. is that? Is that the cootie shot or something like that? That was yeah. definitely a cootie <laughs> shot. <laughs> um, but you have to deal so, with bats coming in, eh? That's part, of, that's part of your job. That's part of your job description to deal with that. Technically, yes, but technically, no, but technically, uh, there are so many what-if scenarios. I mean, um, if it's in a main area, like a waiting room or like the kitchen dining area, that would be you having to deal with because it's more emergent? Hmm. Is that... Well, uh, dealing, dealing with uh, guano, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Um, and from a from a perspective of cleaning, yeah, yeah, um, that would be hell to clean. Yeah, hell to enter, hell just to be around, anyways. Yep. Um. So yeah, I've I've had to look like the fool and the idiot with uh with the corn broom, trying to swing for the fences and. Get the damn bat on the ground. Oh, and like, yeah, you got smacked down, bitch. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I that's a personal experience. Uh, hopefully, I don't have to encounter, but yeah, no. I if it happens, it happens. Mm-hmm. Um, if we have a code, um. Code blue, or sorry, mm. not code blue. Uh, code aqua, uh, aqua. code aqua mm. flood. Um, yeah, I've had to clean up some pretty gnarly uh, floods. Mm. One lasting two hours and ten minutes, and Ooh. 
you're there. You are absolutely stuck. Yeah, it doesn't matter. There. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't matter if Nothing. your shift ended or not either. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't matter. Um, yep. <laughs> if, if you're there for two hours and 10 minutes, that, that's what you have to do. You have to say, I'm sorry, that's your shift. Mm-hmm. I absolutely got fucked with this cold aqua. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I apologize. So. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I've had to deal with a multi level mm-hmm. floods from like, let's say three or four, sometimes five floors because yeah. of a pipe burst. Yep. Mm, um, yeah, that's that's destructive. Yeah. And the, <laughs> For those that come in that are not uh, on with it up there, uh, yeah, there's one case, uh, a guy came in trying to supposedly recreate something uh, where he flooded uh, from the toilet, clogged in the sink, and ran in the sink, and then... In the in his infinite wisdom, decided to snap the fire sprinkler, so that thing was free flow. Oh, for lovely! The for the two hours and timeouts. Oh, uh, lovely! Yeah. So, myself and two other coworkers were there. Um, security gardens, four of them, three or four of them were absolutely grilling the mm-hmm. sky and tearing strippers up in his ass. <laughs> uh, maintenance, two or three people from maintenance trying to figure out where the hell is this damn shut off valve. Well, yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. you've got uh, a platoon, a fire platoon mm-hmm. right there on the confined area. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, everybody has their own job. Security trying to contain this guy from doing any more havoc. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, you've got maintenance trying to figure out, okay, I've got blueprints. Where is their shut off valve? Then there is mm-hmm. grunts. Uh, yeah, I'll classify myself as a grunt. Huh. Wet floor or clean up pile four, wet floor. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's constantly on the move, too. No, uh, we kept in a very confined area. Uh, oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, good. knock on wood. <laughs> um yeah i did that for fat um <laughs> um so it, it was relatively uh contained in a very small section that's good um it did not go down any stairwells oh good um good. a couple of products like toilet paper that sir came to the water's demise, mm-hmm. uh, but that's easily replaced. Um, yeah. So if I if I have to deal with the code aqua, 
I'll do it. Do I want to? No. Do I have to? Yes. <laughs> for for political purposes. Uh, but cleanliness, uh, that's my main goal. Yeah. So now let's go to the opposite end. What is something that you actually enjoy doing at work? Enjoy anything? doing. That's, I mean, uh, it's work, no, uh, so you don't really stretch. enjoy. <laughs> but <laughs> is there something that you will go in and be like, okay, I'd rather do this over something else? Uh, with with line of work that I do is uh, it's a very bone dry cutthroat. Um, mm. I know exactly what to do and how to do it on the daily basis in and out. Mm-hmm. Um, it, the the joy that I get from my job is to interact with uh, with people that don't know their way around the hospital. Mm, hey, like uh, the social aspect. Yes, uh, since I'm on the move all day, um, yeah. some social interaction, uh, that's what I enjoy. Uh, yeah. Since I don't know who I am going to encounter, um, mm. Prime Cadence was uh, there was a patient that had come in that uh, she actually taught me in school and she recognized me 30 plus years later. Whoa. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's like, how, yeah, hi. Uh, I know you. Uh, so mm-hmm. they they saw me in the hall, and the, it threw me for a loop. Mm-hmm. Um, so for that, I had the interaction of seeing how they were doing, uh, nice. and by uh, someone that doesn't know where like that they need to go. Oh, I need to see doctor whoever. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sorry, I don't know Dr. Whoever. However, I'm sure he's uh, I'm sure he, he and or she is a great person. So yeah. if uh, if someone's looking for a place, uh, I'll say, okay, what, uh, what department? Mm-hmm. Um, is it for, um, for your heart? Or yeah. if it's for kidneys? Uh, I can better off direct them from there. Or if they're looking for an ENCG, let's say, or MRI. Yeah, not a problem. You go down the far, mm-hmm. or I personally take the initiative to drop my gloves and say, follow me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> bring them right there. That way they're not like, Oh, shiny. I have no yeah. idea where I am. No, um, exactly. No, that's that good. Way, and it gives you a little bit of a break from just all of the cleaning. Yes. Uh, but sometimes I will have to divert uh, to someone else and say, hey, co-worker or mm-hmm. someone that works for the hospital. 
um, can you provide better direction for them and take them wherever? Since mm-hmm. it's not really in my scope, it's in my scope, but not really. But it is. It's that yeah. gray area. Where where do I draw that gray area line? Yeah, exactly. Well, first of all, I just want to say, well, not first of all, but I do want to say thank you, uh, Cuff, for coming in today uh, and telling us about your uh, your job. It's been absolutely fascinating listening to like the behind the scenes working of uh, how how the janitorial stuff works at a hospital. It's been it's been eye opening and kind of mind blowing mm-hmm. for me. So thank you so much and for for coming into for coming in for popping on today. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Yes, thank you. Now going to bring us to the last question. What did you want to be when you grew up? What did I want to be when I grew up? Um, like when you were younger, what was your oh, first? Oh, I, I'm trying to rake my head. Uh, not with a shovel. I, I don't want to rake my head with a shovel. Um, probably a a radio DJ, like, hey, you're listening to KFRB, but I don't have, um, the natural voice and with my hindrance of, uh, of, um, speech impediment. Yeah. That wasn't really in my calling. Mm Um. Yeah. So it's funny how life can say, like, yeah, I know these are your aspirations, but I think this is a better fit for you. Yeah, life is weird like that. Mm -hmm. I agree. Definitely agree. Well, again, thank you so much. Really appreciate you coming in today, Cuff. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, Cuff, who is a hospital janitor. Thank you so much again for coming in today. Thank you. Do you have a cool or interesting job? You never know. Believe it or not, your 9 to 5 may be more interesting than you think. So don't be shy and shoot us an email at weirdcareerspodcast at gmail.com. Also, if you liked us, please give us a five-star review on wherever you're listening to us. It really helps us to get seen. Thanks for tuning in and exploring with us. We hope you will join us next time. And until then, I'm Eric. And I'm Danny. Cheers. Cheers.